The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Ian Stewart. The Virginia Redistricting Commission started work on congressional maps Thursday. After failing to agree on state legislative districts, the commissioners hoped changing their focus would help. But as Patrick Larson reports, old disagreements have come up again. The redistricting commission stopped in its tracks last week when members couldn't compromise on a state Senate map to use as a starting point. Democratic co-chair Greta Harris wants to avoid that same issue with the congressional district. We are thirsting for one map to to negotiate and then it would be so helpful to have citizen comment and we can talk about moving lines here and there. Other members agreed but didn't like the maps being shown Thursday, which had strong partisan leanings or threatened to split communities who wanted to vote together. In the end, they didn't reach a conclusion on how to handle partisan voting data. They'll revisit the issue with map drawers on Monday, closer to their October 25th deadline. Patrick Larson, VPM News. A Latino-focused hunger relief organization that started during the pandemic is expanding its operations. The Waymakers Foundation opened a new distribution facility and office space on Hull Street in Chestfield County. It's in the same shopping center the organization previously operated in. According to Richmond BizSense, the nonprofit's new space will help it continue to meet the growing demands of hundreds of families in the Richmond metro area. You can now see how many people in the state have received their third dose of the COVID-19 vaccine or booster shots. The Virginia Department of Health updated its vaccination dashboard Thursday to include this data. Figures for third and booster doses are grouped together because health officials say it's not possible to differentiate between the two. As of October 13th, nearly 243,000 boosters or third doses have been reported. About 815,000 Virginians are eligible for them. A three-part series was published this week by the Richmond Times-Dispatch, detailing the history, current climate, and admissions rules at the Maggie Walker Governor's School in Richmond. VPM's Megan Pauley spoke with RTD education reporter Kenya Hunter about her series. For listeners who don't know, how is this governor's school different from other public schools? You know, who even attends this school now from which school districts and who decides how they get in? The governor's school is a regional school that feeds from now 14 districts. Um, A majority of the students come from Henrico, Richmond, Hanover, and Chesterfield. Chesterfield being the largest that participates. Um, So that's who attends the school. Who decides how they get in? That's an even more complicated one because the school is also regionally governed. So every locality decides who they're going to send. Maggie Walker, the governor's school itself, the administration only owns the culture of the school and the admissions um, application process. So then from there, they create a composite score 
for the students and then they send those back to the districts and the districts decide based on that composite score who they're going to send over to the governor's school. I understand Maggie Walker's governing board is meeting next week and is expected to consider some changes to their admission procedures. What are their current admission rules right now? So right now I know that some people really feel like there's an over-reliance on this two-part admissions test. Um, One is an achievement test that I've been told is 10 grade level Um, and then there's an aptitude test that really is meant to measure how kids think so the the achievement test from my understanding is 10th grade level and the planning committee doesn't see why they would continue to administer a 10th grade level test to give to eighth grade students they don't think it makes sense i know that there are teacher recommendations and um the essays that have different weights on them right now the um i believe the governor's school administration is considering making the essay count for a bit more because they want to just specifically learn more about their students instead of over reliance on a test and your reporting uncovered some really alarming statistics about the lack of black students being admitted to maggie walker from other districts one statistic was that white children were nearly four times more likely than black students to gain admission over the past 20 years you reported that there's been a recent increase in the number of black students admitted to maggie walker from Chesterfield County Public Schools. I understand there was a policy change that led to that increase. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so Chesterfield switched their selections process from um, of a solely countywide to starting at schools. So they reserved a certain number of slots for every school and then they moved to division-wide. So they still do have some division-wide selection, but it starts out at getting the top students from, from as many schools as they can. Thank you so much, Kenya, for your time and talking to me about your important reporting. Thank you for having me, Megan. I really respect you as a fellow education reporter here in Richmond, so it's always good to talk. Likewise. That was VPM's Megan Polly interviewing Richmond Times-Dispatch reporter Kenya Hunter about her recent series. You can find a full transcript of their conversation and links to Kenya's work on our website, vpm.org news. This newscast was recorded on... Thursday evening at 6 o'clock. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) 